I really encourage people to have some sort of a, a body routine, right? Uh, whether you're um, going to the gym or swimming or just something that you do to activate your body. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today I get to speak with the one and only Alvin Narce. Alvin has had an exciting journey buying and selling multiple pharmacy businesses in Australia over the past 16 years. He's known for his ability to simplify the fundamentals of growing retail businesses. He has a framework that boils down to implementing the basics, focusing on cash flow and profit, and from day one, setting everything up so your retail business runs without you. Trained as a pharmacist in Melbourne, Australia, he bought his first business as a partnership a few years after he graduated from university. As a pharmacist, you're trained as a clinician, not how to run a business. With the help of coaches and mentors and feverish appetite for freedom and adventure, Alvin quickly learned how to utilize systems and leverage to ensure these businesses were fulfilling his lifestyle goals. Now that Alvin has sold all his businesses, he's now embarking on his next adventure of traveling the world and helping other retail business owners create the lifestyle they want. Alvin's uniqueness is sharing the skills that retail business owners need to increase their income, provide value to their clients and customers, and live a life of massive personal freedom. So let's jump into this episode as we learn about Alvin and his journey. Alvin, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, Janae, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be hanging out with you today. Absolutely. So I love conversations and I love understanding where people come from. What journey did they took to get here? You're a business coach and you're here to empower others uh, retail business owners to create more freedom. So I'm sure there's some journey that you came through solving, maybe solving your own problem. So walk us through how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. So 
I uh, am a pharmacist by profession. So I trained as a pharmacist in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, I got into my first business when I was 26 or 27 years old into a pharmacy partnership. And, you know, I was really young back then and I was really driven, you know, I can say now I was really driven by money and I really wanted to make a lot of money and be really successful. And that's what successful meant to me at that time as a kid, literally a kid. So I was always, you know, I was always used to getting help, I guess, you know, uh, always at school, I always had a tutor and that kind of thing. So it was really easy for me after I had been in business for like six months, mm-hmm. not knowing what I was doing, because, you know, as a pharmacist, I'm a technician, right? I work with patients, I look after patients and dispense their medication and so forth. And I was like, you know, the business is not growing as quick as I want to. So I engaged a business coach, you know, way back then. And Casey was awesome, my very first business coach. And basically from there, you know, he kind of set me up for success and, you know, a greater understanding of what a business is He definitely taught me a lot about myself because, uh, you know, a lot of what drives your business forward is what's important to you as the individual, you know, your vision, your passion and all that kind of thing. And I'm sure we'll get into that later on. So, yeah. So from then I, we, you know, in my partnership with the two other partners I had, we bought and sold pharmacies. Uh, At one stage we had five businesses as a partnership together. Then halfway through, we decided to go our separate ways. Uh, yeah, and then I was on my own running uh, running a, a fairly decent-sized business. And then the pandemic came. And, you know, in Melbourne, Australia, Melbourne at the time was one of the most stringest places in the world for lockdowns, right? You couldn't leave home at one stage for more than an hour. You couldn't travel anywhere. You know, you couldn't go within a what we call kilometre radius back in mm-hmm. Australia. So, you know, it was really tough. And my wife and I, we decided, like, you know, this is not the life that we want to live. So uh, she's from Germany. So we decided to make the move to Germany. Mm. And um, so I sold my pharmacy business. Uh, She quit her job. We put a few things into storage, rented out the house and, you know, made the move to Germany. But when I sold my business, I was working with another business coach at the time. And Glenn is his name. And he was like, you know, well, what are you going to do when you get to Germany? I was like, I don't know. I'll probably buy another business. I'm not really sure. And he made the suggestion like, you know, you should be a business coach. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not as good as you, you know? And he goes, no, no, I think you've got the right personality. I think you, you know, you implemented things really well. And, and I was like, okay, but what am I going to coach on? And, you know, he gave, gave me this really good suggestion. He says, imagine if you went back in time and met your younger self when you first got into business, what would you have liked to have known to really hack your curve, you know, to, to be successful and, and, you know, to kickstart your journey. Yeah. But that was a really great suggestion So basically what I'm doing now as a business coach and I start my clients off is basically all the things that I would have wanted from a business coach in the beginning. And so that's what I'm doing now. So that's my journey on how I got to doing what I'm doing. And it suits my lifestyle really great because one of my values is adventure, freedom, travel. Mm -hmm. And it's really great, you know, thanks in part to COVID, but you know, thanks to the magic of the internet, I can work with clients all over the world and I can be all over the world. So that's how I got to where I am today. (laughs) Wow, very short, concise, and it it goes to show, right? You took advantage of the timing. You took advantage of what's possible because you had gone through so many different businesses yourself. 
because yes. you had the help, right? And I, and I tell people all the time, you've got to have a mentor, you got to have a coach, you got to have somebody on your side, right? We, we're not designed to work alone in this world. That's why we get married. That's our exactly. life coach. That's what life partner, Correct. right? You can't do anything alone. Um, gentleman I spoke with on the podcast a few episodes ago mentioned how Microsoft wouldn't be Microsoft if it wasn't for Bill Gates and Paul Allen. Apple wouldn't be Apple if it wasn't, uh, you know, Steve Wozniak's brains and Steve Jobs marketing, yeah. you know, exactly and right and whatnot. Exactly right. Yeah, we. I think it's really important to get an outside opinion, someone that challenges you, but at the same time can guide you and basically just shows you things that, you know, quite often as business owners, we can get really, you know, we can just be really narrow in our thinking and mm -hmm. the way we want to do things. Or and Got that tunnel vision, you know? Tunnel vision, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's always great and really good to have, like you said, a mentor or somebody older that's already done it or enlist the services of a coach to help you out. So yeah, I've always found it to be really useful. And I love, I still today I use a coach and you know, I'm working on my deadlift at the moment. So I've got a coach nice. for that. So, you know, I, I just, you know, to do things right from the beginning and to really get results really quickly. So I'm all for it. And and you're, you're absolutely right because when you do have those coaches and we can look at the greats, we can look at Michael Jordan, we can look at, Kobe Bryant and you know I always think about these basketball players but even if you look at Muhammad Ali and all these yeah. greats you know they had coaches they had people around them just egging them on and that's what we want we want cheerleaders yes. to help us keep going and keep motivating because the default state of our mind is negativity the default yes. state of our human condition is like oh my god i'm gonna crash into this car oh my god i'm gonna you know run into this ground you know you're always negative 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 so you need a lot of external influences just to keep your positive positivity and that's why there's so many podcasts there's so many books that yes. you're you're recommended to read where's that a successful ceo reads about a hundred books a year yeah right easily, two books easily. and totally. those are again external motivators to cleanse your mind of that negativity to keep the good stuff coming in exactly exactly like you said you know and you know especially when you're a business owner you know when times gets get really really tough it's so easy just to fold in the cards and you know collapse the table and just yeah. be, decide to be oh man this is too hard i'm done with it whereas you know if you have someone that you can talk to you know they can really show you that this is actually part of the process, right? You can work through mm -hmm. this and through that adversity, as we all know, you know, there's always a brighter side. And if you work through it, yeah. it actually becomes a system of procedure that you can implement later on to actually do greater things. And a lot of, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm not moving forward. Nothing is happening. Mm. And I tell them, you're probably in the cocoon stage. Yeah. That means you need to do a lot of internal work before before you can become that butterfly. Yes. And get out there. And I feel like that I'm in that cocoon stage and butterfly stage, you know, in different areas of my life. Absolutely. The studio might be the butterfly, but me <laughs> maybe internally I'm still in that cocoon stage because I have a lot of internal work to do still. I think we all have a lot of internal work to do and I truly believe it's a continuous process and it's great you said that because one of the things that i do one of the first 
things that I do when I get retail business clients is to actually work on that internal work or that mindset, mm. you know, help them understand, you know, what's really driving you, what your values are, you know, what you enjoy doing, what makes you happy, all those conversations, which, you know, typically as a business owner, you're not really having with yourself or with other people. But uh, I think it's a really important conversation to have with your with yourself to you know continue to start that journey and yeah. to propel you forward. It's so important and it's continual work, I think. It is. It is continual work. That one percent increment yes. that you do on yourself every single day. That's all it takes. Yep. And for yourself, you know, it's not that much. It's not that much at all. But for the outside eye, like, oh my God, you grew so much in a month. And I'm yes. looking at my one month old baby, right? He's he was so tiny and now he's like two inches taller <laughs> in a month's time. Like, oh my God, yeah. what's going on? That's right. Yeah, you're right. It's hard for us to see it when we're right in the weeds, right? And this used to happen to me and it still does, you know, like I feel like I'm doing everything, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to do everything to grow my business and it just feels like nothing's working or I haven't moved the needle at all. But someone that's looking out on looking at you from the outside with a perspective on things can really see like, oh my God, yeah, you're actually doing a lot of things and it's just time to be a little bit patient and keep yeah. pushing forward, right? I yeah. think that's one of, the, one of the lessons that I've learned for sure is because I've always tried to, you know, accomplish things really, really quickly and, mm-hmm. and then I complain that I'm not getting the results that I want, but, you yeah. know, without really objectively taking a step back and, and looking at it properly, right? Yeah, we, we all want that overnight growth. Yes. We all want that overnight success. But what people don't realize <laughs> is that that overnight success is take about 10 years. Yeah, it takes time. Absolutely. I love to you know quote this story about the Chinese bamboo tree. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I have not. Tell me. The, the way it works is once you've planted the Chinese bamboo root, I don't know if, if this is seed, but the seed is so hard that you need to continually water it and nourish okay. it for five years. Wow. Water, nourish, and you won't see anything popping up. And if you stopped even one day, guess what? That seed is now dead. You got to start oh, all wow. over. You got to start over. Yes. But after the five years, this bamboo shoot grows about six inches a day. Wow. It is massive growth, like boom, and it's it's sustainable. So that's why they use bamboo for a lot of furniture, a lot of things, yes. because bamboo is very sustainable. Um, yes, uh, that's a great metaphor. I'm gonna have to borrow that one. I really oh, like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. I think I've got a blog post on it on my site <laughs> about the Chinese bamboo tree, but I was like so blown away because it is very similar to what we do with ourselves mm-hmm. when we're trying to grow our businesses. This is the fourth year of the Hacks and Hobbies podcast. It didn't mm-hmm. start as a interview show. It started as me talking about my beekeeping journey, right? It uh-huh. was very different. But then over time, as I grew, the podcast has to grow. So yes. don't worry that if, if you're not staying the track that you started with because our lives change over time. Yeah, I think we need to evolve, you know, as we evolve everything around us, our business, our projects, our life evolves with us. And uh, yeah, I think that's great. And it's, I think it's really important to embrace that evolution that we have, you know, and realize that we are evolving. And, you know, in a sense, we probably need to 
to be constantly evolving as human beings to continue to challenge ourselves, to continue yeah. to learn and grow and, you know, and continually play at our edge. Um, and I think that's one part of, you know, remaining happy and, you know, being sustainable in, in our abilities and what we are trying to create and the value that we're trying to provide to the marketplace mm -hmm. or the world, you know? 100%. And, and that's only possible when we spend time with ourselves and when we have somebody on our corner. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, egging us on and, and help us move us forward. Absolutely. So we've, we've heard, we, we got through your origin story, how you got started. You started as a pharmacist. Correct. Pharmacist technician. My wife, I think, did that as well at one point in her life. <laughs> but that's, that's really hard work, right? And then growing that, finding business coaches to help you grow, that was yes. brilliant. And yeah. now that the life that you're living, it's, it's what you love to do. Yeah, it's totally what I love to do. So what, you know, what Casey impressed on me earlier on, my first business coach, you know, once we started, you know, doing all the marketing and setting up the businesses and that kind of thing, but he really got me to think about what's really important to me, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, I had never understood values. I mean, I was a kid and I'd never really understood the concept of being happy and, you know, what really excites me. But, you know, now I know exactly, you know, I, like I value freedom, adventure, like I mentioned to you before. Mm -hmm. So from the very beginning, we're in the in the pharmacy world when we were setting up those when we were when I was in those businesses, for me to be happy, it became very, very clear that I needed to be constantly traveling. I needed to have extended breaks from the business in terms of traveling the world and making sure that I spent enough time away from the business, doing my own personal things, like I like to meditate and you know, mm -hmm. I was really active into sports back then. So finding that balance is really, really important for me. And now that I know that's, you know, that's actually who I am, my values, my my core beliefs and and what what makes me happy essentially. So yeah. it's just a natural progression for me to ensure that I carry it on into everything that I do now. Because, you know, like I, I'm not, you know, like I'm not the guy that's gonna be, you know, having to work in one particular spot for an extended period of time. It's just mm -hmm. I just feel so restricted. So you know, this is fulfilling all of my needs, this business. So, and I think that's, I that's essentially what I try and instill with my clients as well is because, you know, when things get tough in your business, you know, when you work with a coach, you're going to have to do some real work, you know, setting up systems and procedures and doing yeah. uncomfortable things. And when it gets really hard, it's, it's easy to throw in the towel. But if you have this vision that we've already worked out and what makes you happy and, you know, that really should propel you forward when it, when it gets really tough to make you understand why you're doing all these things, right? Yeah. Those are those are the things that keep us motivated. Those are the things totally. that inspire us because when we see that path, where I was, where I am now, I just got to keep going to yeah. get to. Absolutely. And and even the des like destination is always changing too, right? Correct. Because, <laughs> again, it becomes that point of stagnation. Okay, wait, we're here now. Do we go back? Do we go somewhere forward yep it's different it's really different and yeah as long as you're in touch with that as you continue on the journey you can really start to understand which way you want to move and you know you're right some people actually make the choice to move backwards and when i say move backwards i've sort of done that in a sense which is um you know start to remove some of the external things in my life maybe not mm -hmm. be so consumed about you know uh finances and um uh, obtaining things anymore you know you, you kind of you 
it's really amazing to realize that you're now in this position where you can actually start taking things away mm-hmm. and um, you just become, well, I know for me, I've actually become a lot freer and a lot happier, you know, in that regard since when I got into business 16 years ago, you know? No, that's so true. And it reminds me of the fact that the more things you have in your house or in your space, the more cluttered your mind is because oh. it's you're thinking about that thing. Oh, I want to go do that yes. thing. Yes, I want to go totally. do that thing. You're yeah. cluttering your mind with all the things. But the more you start removing, you're decluttering your mind as well as your house. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm one of those people as well. For me to think clearly, I, I need a very ordered, uh, neat, tidy uh, environment around me. So, yeah, you know, we put a lot of things into storage. We sold off a lot of things as well mm-hmm. when we left to come to Germany. So there's a little storage in Australia with just a few of our things. And it, yeah. it feels good to be uh, light and nimble, you know. It's, it's really liberating. You know, the the fastest cars are not the heaviest one with <laughs> all the bells and whistles. <laughs> you know, you strip out all the things. Totally. And now you've got a powerful and fast car to yeah. win that race. Alan, right. this has been, you know, really amazing. Learning your journey, what's keeping you motivated. Let's take a quick break as uh, we come back, and then you're going to share with us three hacks to take away for the audience. Absolutely. I'll be right back. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast, and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Hey guys, welcome back. We've been speaking with Alvin Narcy, and he is a business coach. And he's we we just had just the most amazing conversation. And if you've been listening through, you've probably taken some notes as well. Well, get ready because Alvin is going to ch- share with us three hacks to take away that you can implement in your life immediately yeah go ahead Alvin go (laughs) for it okay (laughs) love it so yeah I can uh, and I can talk from experience so there are three main hacks I think that I uh, recommend to most people and I'm going to start with one is one to have some sort of a mindfulness practice now we've heard this word been thrown around a lot you know whether it's meditating or you know some sort of yoga or tai chi or something that brings you in the present moment i've been meditating for a very long time i practice a type of meditation called vipassana you know which is not for everybody but i have a, a, a an hour long 
practice and I do it every morning, Monday to Friday from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. So I think some sort of mindfulness practice like that, and you can start small. There are lots of guided meditations that you can download and use for five minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. But there is something when you really take the time for yourself to understand how to be in the present moment. I think it's super powerful and it's got so many other impacts, you know, uh, in your life beyond just being a good human being and productivity and that kind of thing. So that's my first one. Nice. Uh, the second one, I really encourage people to have some sort of a, a body routine, right? Uh, whether you're um, going to the gym or swimming or just something that you do to activate your body. So you're figuring this out now, like stuff with the mind, with the tip number one. Number two, something to do with your body. And I think, you know, that's beyond the longevity aspects and the health aspects of it. I really think when we start to engage our body, um, there's something else that happens. You know, you, you feel a lot better. You know, all the, obviously all the studies say that, you know, you're going to be in better condition. You're going to live longer. But I think the main thing for me has been the realization, because I can very late to the to the body game sort of, you know, getting into sports and that kind of thing, which mm -hmm. is how much more you can enjoy life and you, how much more you can do things. So anyway, that's a body, uh, that's a body practice. We've got mind nice. body. And, and the third thing, the third hack that I love is, you know, I have a journaling practice and I encourage everybody to journal. There is something also very powerful about collating your own thoughts, writing your own thoughts down. You know, it doesn't have to be big. Like I do a, an, an A4 book, uh, A4 page every day, I beg your pardon. But, you know, even even starting off small with with a small notepad, but just doing uh, and whatever it is for you, whether it's a, a brain dump or a reflection of your day, you know, I do a combination of all those things. But there's something about writing and, you know, helps me be more present, articulate your thoughts a little bit better. But there are th those three hacks which I would recommend and I recommend to everybody. So, Alvin, that sounds a lot of time with myself. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, you can spread it out. So, you know, you can you can do the body thing. You spread it out over the course of the day and you don't need to go hardcore like like me. You know, you yeah. just do a little bit, uh, start slowly and um, and see how you go. I love that. No, I, I, I'm a huge proponent of journaling because the more you write out what's in your head, Yes. You're going to start solving your own problems. I was writing this email to a friend of mine and I started listing all the things that I'm working on and questions I have for. And I'm like, wait, I have answers for this because yeah. I've gone through, I've, I've <laughs> noticed, right? It's just really important to be your own mentor by yes. writing stuff down. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Man, all right. Let's jump right into the last stage of the episode uh -huh. with these quick shot questions. Number one, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? I really wish I got into archery mm. and I still think I'm gonna, gonna do that. But yeah, I wish I had the opportunity to learn it earlier on when I was uh, a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. there's, there's something about the whole technique and again, the mindfulness aspect of it and the difficulty of it that really excites me, so. Archery is fun. My neighbor is an archer and okay. he's joined the local group who basically they hunt awesome. deer at certain yeah. time of the of the year because yeah. to keep the population at a level, right? They got you gotta hit some deer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's so cool. To to be able to like you gotta be really good. Like you gotta be able to hit oh, yeah. in the first shot. I'm like, it's wow. It's supremely that's... difficult. It, you need mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of training and practice. 
Oh yeah, I mean, if you've seen the TV television show Arrow or yes. Green Arrow, yes, 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 right? He's yeah. he's an archer, and yes, that was just so much fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to be when you were a child? Wow, it's really hard. I think I really, when I was a child, I wanted to be an astronaut. You know, and that was mm. cliched, but. You know, I, I think it was, it came from the fact that I used to play with Transformers as a kid and, uh, you know, traveling universes and, and you know, obviously Star Wars had an impact on that as well. Mm -hmm. but yeah, astronaut. That's so cool because I've got some posters of Mars back here because awesome. that's from, from NASA. And then I think the latest image from the Corn Cornelius, is it Cornelius? Not sure. Carina, the Carina Nebula. Oh, wow. Shot with the, the latest um, telescope that they put up there. It's just beautiful. Awesome. And I'm a huge fan of Star Wars as well. <laughs> in, in the coming shows, you'll see uh, there'll be a different backdrop because okay. I've got these, awesome. these helmets coming in. To it. All right. Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Yeah, I think my TV show favorite is called Fringe. I'm not sure if mm. you remember it. I remember Fringe, yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit about time travel and, mm -hmm. um, you know, alternate universes. And I really, really loved it. And I think that was, oh my God, I'm, I'm blanking at the director's name, but the guy that recently did Star Wars again. Anyway, mm. uh, I really loved it. Really, really loved it. Nice. I love that. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Ah, oh, that definitely be, and I'm working on it right now, is um, Neo, uh, Keanu Ooh. Reeves in The Matrix. Yes. I'm working on growing my hair, but, yes. um, you know, yeah, I'd be Neo. <laughs> You'd be Neo, man. That is the perfect answer because that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I mean, you know, The Matrix, you know, we, you know is, is another, you know, it's basically a, a Buddhist tale, I think, you know, about understanding reality and the nature of reality and so on yeah. and so forth. So that's what resonated with me a lot, you know. And of course, he had the crazy powers, but He's yeah. Got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who is your favorite superhero? It's hands down got to be Superman. Uh, old school, I'm going to keep it old school. Superman for me was, you know, just the, the culmination of all the powers that you you would need, you know, super strong, mm -hmm. can fly through the air, you know, x-ray vision, love him. Nice. I love that. Next and last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? If I was a board game? Yes. <laughs> That's a really, really good question. Look, I would say I would like to be Scrabble. Do you guys have that in the States? I think you yes, yes, Scrabble. Yes, of course. Yeah. And I'd like to be Scrabble because of the infinite knowledge that would be contained from being played on, you know, or understanding mm. all the words and that kind of thing. So, no, that's a, that's a good analogy <laughs> and, and the way to put it because all the words in the world have been, yeah, <laughs> typed should in be on, up there. on there exactly. And it's it's language agnostic because. Mm -hmm. As long as you use the, use the English alphabet, right? You can yeah. probably do German words on it, <laughs> French words, exactly. yeah. but probably not the words that don't have those. I wonder if there's a if I wonder if there's a version of Scrabble for other languages that are. I'm written sure from, they would be right. Right, there, that would be so be. interesting to yeah. like discover. Yeah, wow. totally, totally. All right, Alvin, where can the superpreneurs listening to this episode find you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So the best place is my website, alvinnasicoaching.com. And, you know, I'm obviously on LinkedIn, Facebook. You can throw me into Google and everything of mine should come up. N-A-R-S-E-Y. And yeah, if you're a retailer and you're looking to create more time and freedom in your business, shoot me a message and uh, we can continue the conversation. Fantastic. Elvin, this was so much fun conversation and it almost feels like my meditation because (laughs) I get to go into my mind and then, you know, extract knowledge from your mind. So thank you so much for the time. We'll definitely keep in touch and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Congratulations, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode. Please send me an email at junaid at hexandhobbies.com to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website. 